You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We started the show way back at 12 a.m. I'm not even sure. Actually, I forget what we discussed. But you can check it out on the free Odyssey app if you like. Uh, But, no, we started the show talking about the Yankees and still recouping from them getting swept, uh, you know, away in the (laughs) – I'm sorry to laugh. I was just seeing some gestures from Scazzeri. As I mentioned, that is, he was probably thrilled more so than anybody else that the Yankees took it on the chin and got swept away. In the Bronx. Did you get any sweep last night? Oh, I mean sleep last night. I've only been using that a thousand times today. People are going to hate me by the time this is over. Uh, Anyway, and I know it's a lame joke, but suck it up. You got swept. Deal with it. Anyway, Yankees got swept, and we're talking about, you know, where do they go from here? And it was funny, too, because I was just reading, uh, by the way, while you were sleeping, we also did some football and basketball, whatever. Uh, Again, check it all out on the free Odyssey app. But I was just reading an article that John Heyman wrote that's coming out in the post today, and it's on the back page of the post, I believe, where, let's see what the headline is exactly. It was something like, buy your way, uh, or by the way. And Heyman's talking about how the Yankees need to spend big. Yeah, that's the headline, by the way. Bombers need to spend big to get back to championship heights. And as much as I'd love to, I can't disagree with Heyman on this. Because to the point that we were making earlier to start the show, these are not the Yankees that I grew up hating. These are not the win-at-all-cost Yankees. It's been proven year after year they're not that anymore. They're trying to be the Rays. Why are you trying to act like the Rays when you're the Yankees? Go spend. Do what you do best. You're the big, bad, almighty New York Yankees. The gold standard. Not the bronze bombers. The gold standard. Go fix it. I'm not saying money, spending the money is always the answer. It's got to be a combination. But if you have prospects that you believe in, great. Fill in certain holes with that. Also, you could go out there and spend big. The way that they did after 2008. And it resulted in the championship in 09. That's what the Yankees need to get back to being. Themselves. The old Yankees. There's such a... I don't know if mess is the right word. They're they're such a disappointment right now. Last year, to me, was the year to make a change. They had a bad regular season, got ousted in the wild card round. This after doubling down after the pandemic-shortened season. Brian Cashman, to me, didn't make the proper adjustments going into 2021. And he paid for it. Yankees should have made a move then. They didn't. Not only did they not remove Cashman, they stuck with Aaron Boone and extended him. Fine. To me, it's not Aaron Boone's fault. Both of them need to go just for change, change's sake, you know? Being that they've regressed every year since 2017. Now, how do you justify after not only 2021's failure, but now this year where they get swept by the Astros? And you could say, oh, look, last year they were in the wildcard game. This game, this year they made it to the ALCS. No, not good enough. And if you're really paying attention you know that it's even worse this year because the gap is significantly closed or or should say widened. The gap has gotten greater between them and the Astros who have become the gold standard in the American League. So how do the Yankees get back to that? Go out there and spend and spend big and bigger than anyone else because you can That's the advantage of being the Yankees. You don't need to be the Rays. Be the best version of the Yankees. Stop trying to be a follower and lead. Go out there and spend recklessly at times. 
may not result in a championship, but it helped. Whether it's Carlos Correa, whether it's Trey Turner, Jacob DeGrom, Edwin Diaz, obviously bringing Judge back. I mean, there are many ways the Yankees could go. Trade for Otani if that's a possibility. That's what we're talking about here to get this thing turned around. This is not the little engine that could. This is the New York Yankees. Start acting like it. 877-337-6666. We've also mentioned the Jets and Giants. And just that, you know, the records have you believe that the teams are legitimate. But it's just something about it, specifically for the Jets, it's hard for me to truly buy in. I'm buying in on the Giants. I think Daniel Jones has gotten better. He's improved each week under Brian Dable. Dable's a legitimate coach. Giants' schedule is, it doesn't appear to be difficult. Six and one is six and one. That's not easy to do in a league filled with parity for a team that doesn't have a lot of talent. I mean, this is as impressive as a seven game stretch as, as we have seen here. Brian Dable, forget coach of the year, build the statue. But the Giants, the way they could run the football with Barkley, run out the clock when they have the lead, Jones with his legs and arm making plays, they're legit. With the Jets, I'm there with the defense, and obviously the injuries are going to hurt them, losing Hall, and even more importantly, losing Elijah Vera Tucker. That's somebody you cannot replace. But with the Jets, they're 5-2. and two. It's still hard for me to believe. Maybe because the way they won some of these games, you know, the Cleveland game, all right, playing some of the backups. But they've been, the defense has been impressive. Maybe they need to beat New England. I don't know. I just And maybe because the AFC is tougher. Maybe because Zach Wilson hasn't thrown the football well in a few weeks. There's a lot of things I still don't love about the Jets. Love the record, love the fight, love the defense, but I'm not sold yet that they are a legitimate top-half team in the AFC. Need to see a little bit more. Where I think in the NFC, it is wide open. Matter of fact, I think the three best teams right now clearly are in the NFC East with the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys. I don't even know if it's particularly close. I'm not a big Vikings guy. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins in a big spot. But, I mean, look at the way that... Look at the NFC. The South is worthless. The West is worthless. The Packers stink. Giants have a shot. I can't even believe I'm saying that. But Giants have a shot. Jets, and this will be a big week for the Jets taking on New England. We'll do plenty of that on the week, but I wanted to recap because we didn't touch on it yesterday after their big wins on Sunday, but figured we mentioned it tonight, but it's been mostly Yankees anyway. 877-337-6666. Gary's calling from Mayapec. What's up, Gary? Hey, Sal. What's going on? On the, on the way home, I was listening to you talk about where did the salary, oh, yeah, salaries, where did the ticket prices go off the rails? And like you're saying, the Yankees should spend kind of like drunken sailors. All that's going to result in is higher ticket prices. And if you look at the ticket, you know, the uh, the team payroll for the Mets this year was $230 million, the Yankees $224 million. In 2015, the team payroll was $101 million, 21st in the league, and we went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. And in 2000, the payroll was $92 million. And and that was like I, and I'm well, sorry, I mean, that you're was talking about Yankees. but you're talking about 23 years ago. No, I know. Or 23 but years ago, whatever. Prices when you have payroll. No, no, but it's payrolls. different. I, Gary, I know what you're saying. It's different. Now you should know this because you've had Ranger season tickets for how long? I had them when I was younger, from '78 through '96. After they won the cup, and I got married, and I moved, I gave them up for a while. There you go. Yeah. And then. You know, but I did have them. I was 18 years old when I got them, and we made it to the finals that year. I was in heaven. First year I had season, we played Montreal and finally beat the Islanders. But I've been back on for the last three years with the mini plans. With this year having, uh, you know, the the half season. And when did, when did a they? More when did they renovate? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, are we talking about head. ten years now? I feel like it's a while. I feel like. In my mind, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say three, five years, but then I was thinking, oh no, wait, it's been renovated since at least twenty thirteen or maybe twenty fourteen. I want to say, but I don't even know if the renovation. Well, the renovations, yeah, we're gonna pay a little bit for that. Oh, but well, hockey's a little more. Gary, you know though, the Rangers used to be sold out all the time. But South, so far this year, they've sold out every game. 
Okay? No to, way. No way. Yes way. They, I was there the other night of a clinker of a game that I had to spend 90 bucks for with my plan, and they didn't show up against uh, Columbus, mm. and they announced it. Okay, opening night was sold out. Uh, I think they've been all sold out. I could probably How many, how many we played at home? Three? Well, whatever. That's fine. Opening night I get. But I could go right, right. now and buy tickets to any of the coming games. So maybe they sell tomorrow, out the walk-up right, you know, last minute. I'm going tomorrow. But tomorrow is $69 on StubHub for a 200-seat, like you said. But you're in the upper rows. Like and tomorrow's against 20. the Avs. That's, a, I'm assuming, de- desirable that's game. That's a good game. Yeah. The Avs, yes. It's and then they get game. the Islanders. But, Where's that Islander game? That's on the, at the Coliseum or at the UBS? Or is that's that a, UBS. Yeah, okay. And the lowest price ticket for that's like 100 But you know what the other killer is? Is the fees, Sal. $100 ticket. They it's absurd. charge $28 in fees. It's absurd. I, well, how are they charging that's $30? In, they have $30. In, it's ridiculous. Get the hell out of here. Tickets used to be that 30 bucks, not, not a fee. It's ridiculous. They, they've and priced, hockey, they price the fans out. Yeah, they do. Sal, you know what? I'm just getting home from my second job. I, I was at my first job at 10 o'clock this morning. It's 4.12 in the morning. God bless this you. Is how I can, this is how I go to these games, you know, is you got to have like you got to have income because with inflation and the cost of everything, now it's getting colder to eat your house. And it's not easy to go to these games. And that's why I think the playoffs uh, with the Mets, some of the seats were empty. The Yankee game, the last game, there was a lot of empty seats there. And I know it was because they were down 3-zip. But hockey's the most affordable sport, and hopefully you get out there, because the team payroll for hockey compared to, like, some of these other sports. I, but I don't think it's – I don't think the garden is affordable. It's not hockey. It's the garden. I don't care what the matchup is, whether it's the Islanders, the Avs, the Blue Jackets. It should not be 250 bucks for a regular season hockey game. Put it this way, Gary – and thank you for the call. As always, I appreciate you checking in. And I do want to get out to the garden. I got to take my nephew at some point soon. We haven't been yet this year. It's early. But I'll tell you, I don't know if I could withstand the pace that I was on last year. If a Rangers postseason game is 250 bucks, why am I paying 250 bucks for a Rangers Blue Jackets game? Or whatever, $200 to sit in the lower bowl. Or good seats in the 200. It's the same thing. So I could pay $250 to see the Rangers and Penguins round one for a good seat in the 200s, and in the regular season it's going to be the same thing? That's absurd. The Garden is pricing fans out. The fact that I can go last year on the Ticketmaster site and buy Rangers playoff tickets the day of is all that you need to know. Those tickets should be gone. Same with the Mets. You should not be able to buy playoff tickets the day of or leading up to the game. That's not how it used to work. It's because they price out in the regular season. Forget about it. It's ridiculous. At least for that, you could say, well, it's a playoff game. 200 bucks, 250 bucks, sure. Regular season? Who the hell could pay that or wants to? Glenn is calling from Louisiana. Glenn? Hey, uh, y'all are talking about the the gold standard, no, the the bronze standard. Well, the Yankees have become the bronze bombers, yes. Well, uh, right, and I'm a Red Sox fan, but I have a good Yankee fan. So, uh, anyway, trade deadline. Manaya, Benintendi, Bader. When When Soto and Castillo are out there, one goes to Seattle. One goes to San Diego. And Hal can't do better than that? Well, apparently not. I mean, I'm not sure if the Yankees were all in on Soto or not. They would have had to give up a bunch of players, obviously. I don't think that Rizzo was interested in the Yankee prospects. I think that maybe they would have. Yankees did apparently not want to give up Volpe in a Castillo deal. So they ended up with Montas. I mean... You know, Brian Cashman has been reluctant to trade some of the top prospects. He better hope that some of these guys hit. Now, it may not even be his problem if the Yankees make a move, but assuming that they don't, which is a solid assumption, I think, they better hope that some of these guys pan out because they haven't in recent years. And your uh, opinion on uh, the data people actually calling the games. I hate analytics. I I think it's almost worthless, but Listening to somebody like Joe Madden on uh, several shows talk about these data people, I, I can only assume that they're the ones who are actually running the game. 
between the lines. Co- correct. The, the, the field manager is nothing more than an errand boy right now, it seems like. Well, correct. I mean, you call him errand boy, I call him dad applicators. What's the difference? And thank you for the call, Glenn. That's a fact. Now, I don't think that it's like that in every organization. You're seeing now, you know, Bruce Bochy got hired by the Rangers. Dusty Baker, you know, be, get hired by the Astros, the Mets, obviously, with Buck. The White Sox charted with La Russa, but, I mean, you know. That one, and that was a bad one. You want to get somebody who's a little more lively than Tony La Russa, who's, you know, a dinosaur. Anyway, you're seeing some actual managers get hired in today's game. But there are a lot of data applicators to go around. And organizations, I know this for a fact, I've talked to plenty of people who were in the game at high positions, whether it's on the field, whether it's in the front office. The way that it works in some cases, and I'm venturing a a guess here that this is the Yankees case, the data and analytics rule. That goes to the front office and whatever, you know, sections of front office you may have. The data applica- the analytics people give it to the front office. The front office go down and give it to Boone, who then applies that data, which is why I call him the data applicator. They suggest this is what you should do. And in Boone's case, you know, he got hired because he was going to be a guy that was going to be open to all those suggestions. You see it. You don't need me to tell you. You see it. Look at the lineup. Look at the way he makes his decisions. There's no gut feel. There's no, you hear it in the stuff that they say. Oh, Connor Falefa, he's great. Look at his defensive metric. Oh, no, 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 no. Watch him with your eyes. They are clearly overthinking things. Way too reliant on the analytics. They could say they're going with their gut decision. It's not. Boone's making decisions based on the analytics. The Yankees do it all the time, and they fail miserably at doing so. Now, that doesn't mean that all data is useless because clearly it is not. Analytics and data, that is great information to give to a manager, and then you let him say, okay, this is interesting. Huh, all right, interesting. Spin right down there. All right, this guy's got a pretty good swing right now. You think there's a good matchup? Okay, thank you for that info. Now get the hell out of here. I'll manage the ball club, thank you. That's what you want to say. I'll take all the info. Could be helpful. Thank you. But when it comes to making the decisions, I'm going to make them. I'm the manager. That's what I want. And I know a lot of times it doesn't happen. You may think that the manager's doing it. You may want the manager to do it. A lot of times, he's not. And in the Yankees' case in particular, I don't think he is at all. Uh, Hold on a sec there, Val. I hit the wrong button. Steve is calling from Monroe, New York. What's up, Steve? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good. How's it going? Ah, good. Hey, hey, listen, um, I wanted to uh, ask you a few questions, but just listening now to the the radio broadcast, um, what do you think the Yankees are going to do this offseason? And secondly, if I may ask you, do you think that the Giants' secondary... Uh, tightens itself up that they are legit. You mean the Giants being legit as a team? Yeah, yes. Yes, yes I do. I I do think so, Steve, and thank you for the call. I think the Giants are legit. You know, look, the secondary, the defense has been okay. I mean, the Giants need more talent. Obviously, they got to get healthier here. Defense has been okay, but I believe the Giants are legit for three reasons. One, Brian Dable and his coaching staff. Two, Saquon Barkley and the Giants' ground game. Three, Daniel Jones and the improvement that he's shown and the balance between running the football and his ability to make a big play through the air as well. Now, the one thing that can derail the Giants' season is an injury to either Barkley or Daniel Jones. I would be stunned if they were able to overcome that. But let's hope that they don't have to get there. Yes, I think they're legit. In a weak NFC, they are 6-1, and one, and I've seen improvement, and I've seen what is a very well-coached football team. So I believe that they're legit. 
Now, the other question, I mean, it's going to take weeks to unpack. What are the Yankees going to do this offseason? I have no idea. What should they do? I would start with significant change. And I would look to move on from Brian Cashman. And as a byproduct, see, I'm not focused on Boone like a lot of you are. This is not Aaron Boone's fault. This is Brian Cashman's fault. Every GM makes some bad moves. Every GM makes some good moves. Brian Cashman has repeatedly made some bad moves here while sprinkling in some good moves as well. I'm not saying all bad, but he's made some doozies that have cost the Yankees that, in my estimation, have led to them not getting over the hump and back to a World Series since 2009. That, to me, is on him. His philosophy, the way he runs the organization, the overthinking, the over-usage of analytics, the stubbornness to stick with certain players, even though we could tell that it wasn't working. Gary Sanchez comes to mind for starters. Sticking with Gleyber Torres at shortstop, even though that was a bad one. How do they stick with Connor Falefa all year long and then change him in the playoffs? I mean, what are we doing? Which is it? Are you sticking with him or you're not? They're all over the place. That, to me, is a... I mean, Brian Cashman's done everything except drive a, drive around a car in the parking lot with a World Series of trophy attached to the back of it. His moves are... The way that they've operated here are begging, begging to get fired. The inconsistency, the in, the lack of stability within that lineup day-to-day in the postseason? What? I would move on for Cashman. And I think he's a great general manager, and I would hope he gets hired immediately and goes and does a great job. I'd love to watch Cashman and see what he could build elsewhere. But it's time for a change. The same thing he told Joe Girardi after 2017 Game 7, that's what I would tell him. That's for starters what they should do in the offseason. Then... They need to go spend. And, you know, spend big like they used to on top players, not settle for the bronze and remain the bronze bombers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. The number to call going on 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Jerry is back in after CeeLo was in for him yesterday. Just saw Jerry and Al out there having some fun in the newsroom, getting ready for the show. So you get a half hour until those guys will take your calls. Until then, what else is new? I mean, me and you all night long. Hey, guess what? So much fun. We'll do it again tomorrow as well. We'll be back at midnight. Fleek, tomorrow is midnight, right, for us? And then I think the... 
Um, the schedule, I'm confused by the I schedule. I think it's Thursday morning that you're 2 to 5. So right. Tomorrow so, will be 12. Right, so today is Tuesday. That means Wednesday morning, 12 to 5. So tonight at midnight again, 12 to 5. And then the following day, 2 to 5. And then I am off Friday because I'm going to the Adam Sandler concert on Thursday night which has been years in the making, Fleeks. You remember we talked about this. This is before COVID. Yeah. Right before COVID. March of 2020, I had tickets to go see The Sandman, and the show got postponed like everything else. And I remember being at the time like, oh, come on, now you're canceling this? Who knew that the entire world was going to be shut down shortly thereafter? So this is years in the making. Man, I can't wait to go. My mom, taking my mom. We're excited. Got floor seats. I don't know what it's going to be like. It might be a little raunchy with the Sandman. You never know. But I'm sure it will be. I even remember you had obviously been excited for that for a while. I was looking at tickets, trying to find one of the local shows to go to. And I remember that night, everything got shut down in the NBA and all the sports. You were on, You were doing 10-2. to Yeah. And you were wondering still. We all were at that point. It was Huesler who kind of put us in our place and told us. We were wondering, ah, you know, this show's a couple weeks away. Is this going to be canceled? And Bob was like, oh, yeah. Nothing's happening for a long time. Bob looked at me. I'll never forget. He got up from the update chair after he finished his update, looked at me, and I was talking to him like, hey, like, you know, what do you think is going to go on here? Are we going to have a tournament? Whatever it was. I forget what it was. He goes, oh, no. You know Bob's face. Oh, no. No. This this is a pandemic. I'm like, pandemic? What the hell is that? You mean like an epidemic? Like, what does that mean, pandemic? I didn't even, now it just becomes such a household word, but it's like, oh, this is a pandemic. This is bad. I did not fully grasp it, but I do remember vividly coming in that night, finding out about Tom Hanks, finding out about Rudy Gobert. It was right, just that all that would have happened blues. while you were driving here. Yeah. Because that was like 8, 9 o'clock at night. You would have been in the car on the way here. I was at SNY, and I left from there that night as they were figuring out what was going on. Like, oh, the jazz game has been postponed. They don't know what's going on. Drove from there after that shift, came here to do the... We must have taped earlier something. I don't know, because you're right. I did the 10 to 2. And I remember coming here and hearing it on the radio. Something was going on with Trump, I believe, that night, too, where he might have met the... the uh, Spoke to the media or whatever about... Uh, something about the flights being canceled across... Whatever. It was just a... It was chaos that night. Anyway, I'm excited to see the same man on Thursday. I can't wait for it. Who knows what that'll bring, but I know this... I'm off Friday, so I'm enjoying it. I took off from SNY Thursday and Friday, and I'll go uh, go out there and enjoy. Now, I am going, Fleegs, I should say. By the way, before I get into that, you were off when were you off? Monday? No, Friday. No, you I was off, off last, last Friday. Week, yeah. Can you explain why that was? Because I was surprised that you were off, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, Fleegs, I don't know if we discussed it or not. But then there was a theory between Giannotti and myself. And actually, he came up with it. I was like, you know what? I never thought of this, so I wanted to ask you. We did not discuss this. Oh, not having talked to him or you, assuming I know what he was thinking, I'll confirm that theory is right. Oh, my God! Gio nailed it! You fleeks took off Friday. Do you want to tell them or do you want me to? Yeah, there was a new Taylor Swift album. I wasn't going to be here when that came out. Oh, my God! I could not believe it. So here's how it goes. You know, you and I don't talk every day about whether you're going to be here or not. You weren't here on Friday. I was like, all right, whatever. I just assumed you took off. Maybe you told me about it. I forgot. Whatever. Didn't think anything of it. Matter of fact, I thought you were filling in for the morning show. And then as the guys started to come out, That was the week before, so that's probably where you had that mixed up. Right. It happened the week before, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll see him in the morning. And then I saw all of them come in. I'm like, no, he's not here in the morning. Whatever. Didn't think anything of it. It's Friday. Get the hell out of here. Uh, By the way, McKean, can you post this segment for me uh, on the website? Never happened. Not his fault, but it doesn't get posted. Whatever. Uh, Anyway, I get a text from Gio. I don't know if it was that morning or that afternoon. And he's like, hey, it just hit me that I think Fleegs took off. Because Taylor Swift released her album. I was like, no, no. Is that, did that? And I was like, I'll ask him on the air. I forgot to yesterday, but. Dude, you took off to get a, what did you do? Would you have a Taylor Swift party? Well, no, I I listened to it. What did I do? I watched Thursday Night Football. I watched, you know, sports on TV that night. I didn't come here. I watched, I listened to the album. And then you know what I did before 7.30 a.m.? Long before 7.30 a.m. Went to sleep. I went to bed. Yeah, and yeah. I had a normal weekend. <laughs> I got up at a normal time on Friday, and it set up my... That's the one good thing. You know, if that's a, a Tuesday night, I don't know if I'm doing it for the Friday night to set up the three-day weekend. Oh, anytime there's anything that I have 
where I could set up the three-day weekend like that, I'm doing it. So how did the... Does your wife... I'm assuming she's a big Swifty as well. Is that what they call them? Uh, she's a, not as crazy as me. And she has a normal job where she's got to wake up and go to work at 9 o'clock in the morning. All right. So well, how does it get released? It just got released on a streaming service? And I was like, here yeah. it is, new album at 12, and you listen to it? Yeah, exactly. God bless you, man. So it, it, I, I was closer to like 12.07, 12.08 because Spotify, Apple, everything was crashing. Because she's that huge? Oh, my God. I, I can't even... I didn't even know about it. And Gio said he read something and thought about it. I was like, oh, my God, I bet Flea... How about that? Gio knowing you, Fleegs, he knew immediately. Well, it's funny because the last couple times she's released an album, I've been working the morning show. It's just been weird how it's all worked out. So I just listened in the mor- on the way in. This time, Listen, I wasn't... And I was like, hey, you know, you never know who's going to be on... At midnight, I was I was not going to be here. I'll tell you that. How's the uh, How is the album? Oh, it's great. Okay, all right. Oh, you and is that a Taylor Swift shirt that you're actually wearing tonight? Uh, it is. I had to look down to make sure. <laughs> Fleegs, you are something else. I respect your passion for not only sports but for Taylor Swift. You well, know, listen, I wore the Jet shirt yesterday. The Mets are still on the nowhere list for uh, until I get over what happened. All right. Yeah, no, I can understand that. You and Stewart. Uh, I mean, Stewart, uh, maybe he would have taken off work to go see Rihanna or something. Or have a Rihanna downloaded the uh, album. Being we, we have to have some kind of contest here. Send Stewart to the Super Bowl. To see Rihanna? Oh, God. How about I just want him being one of, the, one of those like fake fans they bring in on, you know, who have nothing to do with the football game, that they bring on to the bottom of the stage for the halftime show. I want to get Stewart in that mix. We need to get Stewart watching the Rihanna halftime show at the Super Bowl. Somehow, For somebody's Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll send Eric and Ron Konkuma over there. Uh, and, can and we can, post X-rated content? Yeah, well, no, X-rated. We don't want any of that, although you're right. It probably will go down that road. Uh, 877-337-6666. Val is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Val? Good morning, sir. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you, Val? What's on your mind today? Man, I'm not good, man. I'm not good. Yeah, I will say this, though, to, to get to what some of the stuff you were talking about earlier, you better be careful. They might charge you for the bathroom, too, man. Yeah, exactly. That might be happening soon. The kid screams for the bathroom. You might need to use that cup and say, yo, we got to find a corner. Because <laughs> they might charge you for that, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, it's funny. I got I got two things for you. But before I get there, I don't know. I, I tried to call you last uh, yesterday morning. And it was so bizarre and so surreal the way it happened because then the update came on and it was the first time for the day that I actually heard the Jets score. I was so focused on the Yankees all day that I didn't even think to, like, Google the score or try to figure out what happened. And then I heard the score and I heard the stuff about Bryce Hall. And I said, you know what? Yo, y'all doing too much for me. I I can't even talk to nobody right now. I just hung up because I was actually in the queue. Was Fleegs on last night? Fleegs was, yeah, he, he was here last night. I'd actually gotten through, and he had me on hold. And then the update came through. I was like, I, this is crazy. My Yankees going and now this with the ACL or possible AC. I, I couldn't even, I said, I got to go. I just hung up the phone. Yeah, I didn't even, it's, 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 I didn't even wait to stay on. That was a it rough was, one. I mean, the Yankees, whatever, we, we did, they, we discussed the Yankees and all that stuff, and I understand it. But hearing Brees Hall go down, that's just cruel. I mean, I know that word has been used here. There's way too many bullets on me right now, man. Yeah. I don't know if I got somebody put a hitman on me. It's just way too many bullets on me right now. I go to work. <laughs> I got people bringing out brooms and all kinds of crazy stuff. Red Sox fans who have no say, no kick coming. And they pushing brooms in my face, and I can't even say nothing. Just no, you can't. There's nothing you can like, say about it. Did you at least get a good night's you know? sweep last night? I mean, sleep last night, Val? I haven't slept yet, but I'm going to tell you. After, you know, I talked to you tonight, I'm going to home. Going to sleep, and I'm going to wash all this and flush it. Tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. It's I'm not. Up. That is correct. The sun will come up tomorrow, Val. I'm I think. putting it all away. I'm going to flush it. I'm not even thinking about it after day. But to get to what I, I wanted to, to, to talk to you about tonight, um, two things really quickly. You hit the nail on the head when you were talking about Cashman and Boone because it's unfortunate. Boone might end up being the sacrificial lamb for stuff that Cashman caused him and positions that Cashman caused him to be in. And I'm going to say, too, it's weird. I keep referencing Susan Waldman, but she said something on the fan after I think she, I couldn't, I'm not sure who she was. It was Sweeney. She was talking to Sweeney in the postgame after the game yesterday. And she said something that was so succinct it wasn't even funny. Because people kept talking about this, well, you got to get rid of Boone. And and she's, the first thing she said was, well, 
if Cashman gets rid of Boone, everybody thinks that it's going to be a whole new world. The only person that's coming in or the next guy that's coming in, you look around for five minutes, there's going to be somebody who's a clone of Boone because he's looking for that personality. Right, he's going to be another dad applicator. That does nothing. that personality. Exactly. Unless you get rid of Cashman, you know, it's not going to solve the problem. And she said one other thing, too. She was making a point, and it is so interesting. She said it is just like you did. They're leaps and bounds away from us. We're trying to catch up to them, and they're jumping steps ahead. And they use analytics just as much as we do. But the difference with them is that Dusty doesn't let anybody tell Dusty what to do. Dusty looks at it and uses it properly and says, you know what? In this case, this makes sense. In that case, you know what? I know better. I'm not doing that. And she's, the, the balance there is one of the big differences between them and us. And like I said, you know, I have a lot of respect for Susan Woman, but, you know, a lot of times I like to listen to the comments that she makes. Because she's one of the, just like how you were saying about Kay, sometimes he can be kind of honest. Mm-hmm. She, as much as she is somebody who is, you know, her and Sterling, they call the game and everything. But even Sterling, during the broadcast, they will tell you straight up, I don't like what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? But she hit it with those two points. She, and she said exactly what you said, unless you get rid of boom. I mean, unless you get rid of Cashman. Yeah, Boone is it, not the it's problem. It's not solving the Boone, the Boone problem because he is not the problem. The organization with Cashman heading it is looking for exactly the person that Boone is. So you could do that ten times over. You're going to end up with the same person. And that's what they've been doing. That's what they've been doing now with the manager. You know, and, and, and Val, we appreciate the call and get some sweet time. I got, I got one more point I'd like to make, though, if I can. Go ahead, quickly. So the thing about it is, though, as far as the future is concerned, because I'm embarrassed right now. But the sad thing is, I know Cashman is going to stay, and you were right on that too. Because the future is going to be, they're going to get, they're going to find a way to eat the money from Donaldson, from Hicks, and maybe even from kind of Falefa. And because they saw in the media and everybody's talking about how the Houston Astros can bring up their young guys, you're going to see Peraza, you're going to see Cabrera, you might even see Volpe. And if they can find a way to speed up Dominguez, you might see him too. Because they're going to use those low budget guys to be able to eat that money and to be able to sign Judge. I am so scared for what happens in the future, especially if I, if two, three weeks from now, Cashman is still at the head of this table. It's a major problem. And I like the guy, but now it's time. Agreed. The message has to change. Agreed, Val. Have a good morning, sir. Hey, Val, I'm sorry go, to be go, so long, but hey, I just had to get it out No, of no now. problem. Go home and get some sweep, all right? Flush it now. Go, yeah, go I'm home and get... thinking about it. Go home and get some sweep, Val. You'll be good to go. And after I wake up, I'm not thinking about it again. You ain't going to hear a call from me about this. We're going to be talking Jets, Knicks, or something else. All right, Val. We'll Have sweep you later. One, all right, take care. All right. No, I'm not sure Val was getting it. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'll take one more here before the break. Eric is calling from Ron Congamo. What's up, Eric? Oh, uh, Sal. You know the fact that you just put X-rated and Stewart in the same sentence just made the back of my head blow off. Yeah, you're gonna have to go out there and film it. So I mean, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, nothing else really is blowing gonna... off. Yeah. Oh man, that, 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 I, I can't. I don't even want to picture that. But uh, me, me look, either. It's... Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, but uh, oh, trust me, I'll give you a full report if yeah. I got to do that. Um, but, but before I get to the Jets, real quick, you know, I was looking yesterday for concert tickets uh, at the Patchogue Theater, not a big place, right? Great um, Richard Marks, love the guy. I've seen him a number of times. Right? Cheapest ticket was two hundred dollars, and it's not even a big place. It was going like the the most expensive one that I saw was like five hundred. Who the hell is Richard Marks? I've never heard of him. You don't, you don't know who Richard Marx is? I don't think so. Yeah, do I? Uh, well, he was big in the 80s. I mean, you should know him. Uh, Give me uh, a song that he sang. Uh, Endless Summer Nights, uh, Don't Mean Nothing, Hazard. Uh, Endless know, Summer Nights, is that the one from Greece? No, no, that's Summer Nights. Those yeah. summer yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, That one? I guarantee, I guarantee if you if you Google it, you, you know. Okay. Um, but, but but anyway, I mean, uh, you know, I've seen him a number of times. You know, the, but I mean, the ticket prices were just insane. I, I don't know how how any. I mean, it made me depressed because I wanted to see him, and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm spending, you know, for for four people eight hundred dollars just to walk in the door. You know, what was a good um, price so. that I bought recently for tickets. I bought tickets for Andrew Dice Clay, who is playing at I think the Paramount Theater in Huntington. I want to say in. Dece- okay. 
in December. Yeah, and I got like four floor seats, three rows back, maybe. It was like a hundred bucks per ticket. Well, there you go. Okay, right. Yeah, I I thought that was a steal. Now, I mean, you're talking comedian as opposed to singer, but still. Right. I mean, the the Dice Clay was big when Richard Marks was big, you know. So uh, just to give you a time frame reference, but. but yeah, I mean, it just I, I was I was you know actually annoyed because I wanted to go see him, and uh, you know I but I you know I got a, a kid in college, another one a couple of years away from that. Yeah, you got to set your priorities. You know, it's, it's yeah. Safe. No, I so, get it. But, uh, I, the, the the thing that I'm yeah. learning here, Eric, is that if you want to enjoy life and go to all these events and do all these type of things, you can't get married you or have kids. Jobs. You got to stay yeah, single. Right. Well, yeah, or, or work yeah. five jobs, right? Right, right. Um, look. You know, I was obviously devastated with the, you know, with all the injuries from the other day, and it was exactly what I was worried about when I when I spoke to you at the end of the week last week. I, I wasn't expecting anyone to be out for the year, let alone multiple people. But uh, all the, but I, I am at least a, a bit relieved about them picking up James Robinson. I think that's a great move. And uh, you know, I and uh, with with the way New England looked last night, uh, you know, they they're really not you know, gangbusters this year. I don't care if Belichick is coaching them. Uh, I, I think we have a really oh, good Oh, they're there. They're there for the taking, Eric, and thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in. They're there for the taking, and the Jets got to go out there. Look, if they want to prove that they are legitimate, and I know it's been a nice start so far, and there's no way to, you know, knock the 5-2 and two record for the Jets, but I'm still not there yet. You can make it, and I think the Jets are more talented than the Giants, I love Zach Wilson, and I'm a believer in him. However, we haven't seen it from Zach Wilson yet outside of, you know, maybe a a couple of quarters. We need to see it from Zach Wilson consistently that he can win games through the air. I love his skill set. His elusiveness is second to none, really. I mean, maybe Lamar Jackson second to him, but you get the point. Zach Wilson is elite with his elusiveness. And that's a big asset. And I love the way he throws the football. Just got to be consistent and accurate. And they have to have that as a reliable option as opposed to just pounding it away on the ground. Defense, obviously, is what's carried this team so far. Special teams, been good as well. Making field goals. Hey, it works. Take the points. But those are injuries that are ah, just rip your heart out. The Brees Hall one, Vera Tucker is going to be tough to overcome. Either way, they should be able to handle New England at home. I'm expecting a raucous atmosphere at MetLife where the Jet fan finally going to sense some blood here and maybe a chance at some revenge for a change. Billy Zappi, Mac Jones, doesn't matter. You saw what the Bears just did in New England on prime time. The Pats are there for the taking. And you better get that one because if you don't, you got Buffalo coming to town right behind them. And that one's not going to be so much fun. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan warm-up show with Alan Jerry just a few minutes away. Let's get in your calls before we say goodbye. We'll be back again tonight, tomorrow, whatever, midnight, however you want to term it, midnight till 5 again. Lewis is calling from Hamburg. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's going on, sir? How you doing, brother? Lewis, how are you? Can't complain, can't complain. I heard you back in May when you said the end of lease is over. It was hilarious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it uh, it was not over, unfortunately. Uh, Oh, I, I kind of figured that. I got one question for you, and I've, I was talking to Fleegs about this. Why are we asking? I'm a, Yankee, a huge Yankee fan. Hmm. Why are they asking the Red Sox for help when they have their own greats from back in the 90s? Where's Tino Martinez, Andy Pettit, CeCe Sabathia, Bernie Williams? Couldn't they have, like, an only meet, uh, players meeting with, you know, one of their players? From back in the 90s, Derek Jeter was around. They could have asked them for help. 
Yeah, I mean, they'd rather show the Red Sox coming back and beating the Yankees down 0-3, you know, because it pertained to the Yankees' current situation. They thought it was a good idea, you know, the team that you root for, thought it was a good idea to show a video of the Red Sox beating the Yankees. I I mean, that, I can't answer that's, that. That's, that's embarrassing. That's agreed. embarrassing. Agreed. It's embarrassing. Because I'm like, well, I was just talking to Fleeks. Fleeks was like, well, Bernie was there. I'm like, yeah, well, you also had Nick Swisher. Nobody. And now my thing is, after game two, couldn't they have like a players-only meeting back like the, uh, 2017 when Girardi almost blew the whole, the whole, that whole series up? And they had an only players meeting, and it turned out to be, you know, what they needed. Why couldn't they have that? Yeah, but like, I, don't, I mean, do you, do you think that would have solved anything? I mean, short of bringing back Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle or Derek Jeter and having them actually suit up and take the field, they weren't beating the Astros. I don't care how many players meet and talk. They're not good enough. That's the bottom line. So these little oh, things. Yeah, you know, well, that's the point. These that little things that you could talk about and try to do, they're just not good enough. Okay. Oh, that is true. You know that's what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But thank you for taking my call, uh, and, I, and I actually hear you all uh, every time because I'm a truck driver, so I hear you overnight. Thank you, Lewis. I appreciate you checking in. You get back to us. Yeah, I mean, the the Yankees going to the <laughs> highlight reel from 2004, that is actually something, and I hate this phrase because it gets used quite a bit, but that's something you actually cannot make up. Like If I were to tell you before this weekend, hey, you know what? If the Yankees do go down 0-3, here's what they should do. Have their brain trust send out videos to each player. You know, send attach it in an email. Send out the highlight video from the Red Sox coming back against them in 0-4. That will have them believing. If I said that, you'd call up and you'd call me worse names than you do on Twitter. I mean, what, what did they show exactly? Was it Ortiz and Pedro popping bottles on the uh, Yankee Stadium turf celebrating Game 7? Or was there a still of the bloody sock? I mean, what exactly were they showing for motivation? Who thinks? Think about it. This is a billion-dollar organization. Like, if you were to tell me somebody here behind the scenes were like, oh, you know what, the tape-op came up with this idea. I'd be like, all right, you can understand that. He's talking about a it's billion. It's an E. Frank and Astoria-level yeah. call. <laughs> right. Right. Who who comes up with that idea in a billion-dollar organization and thinks that that's good? And then somebody else goes, oh, you know what? That's a great idea. Send that out. If I'm a Yankee player and I get that, I'm like, what are you, stupid? You're the, me- you're the mental health coach or whatever the hell they call him. You're sending me this? Uh, do you have a clue? Mental skills coach? Do you have, do you have any idea? What you're doing exactly? Yeah, why don't you show us more clips of the Yankees losing? That'll help. Dwight is calling from Asbury Park. What's up, Dwight? Oh, look, quick question. Do you think um, Houston would show any type of interest in Judge? Uh, I don't think they could afford him, but who knows? I don't think so. All right, thank I, you. Yeah, thank no, you for taking my call. Oh, well, that was quick and easy. Thank you, Dwight. I, I don't know. I mean, the only teams that I've heard have been the, and I, it's not even that I've heard with fact, it's just that you assume, the, the one rumor was the Giants, it's where he's from, Giants are going to be big players, and then the Mets, because the Mets can spend, but even that I've heard is overblown. I don't really fully expect the Mets to be truly in on Judge, because they believe Judge is going to resign with the Yankees, so why then drive the price up? Hector in Washington Heights will close us out. What's up, Hector? Hey, what's up, Sal? I don't know what's worse, man. The Yankees actually doing that motivational thing with the Red Sox. Oh, actually putting it out like they were proud that they did that. Right. Like everybody was like, oh, wait, that's a great idea. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. Ridiculous. That's something but the Mets was, would do. I mean, the Mets, the old Mets used to do stuff like that. Yeah, thanks for that, Sal. Thanks a lot. Thought you was a pal, bro. No, I'm I'm serious, man. That's something. That's pretty, I understand. Yeah, right. but we don't have to say it. Let them say that. Oh. We got to say it after what we've been dealing with, or what I've been dealing with with Yankee fans, which is why I'm so happy to see them gone in the way that they were gone. But the heck with that. I don't have much time because they've taken all the time the last two days, and I haven't been able to get through. But I just want to say this because I've been very critical of Bryce Harper. Congrats to him, man. The dude, like he's shown changes. 
he's well deserved with what he what he's getting right now. And I gotta say, Sal, I'm not even upset that the Phillies are oh. going to the World Series. I, I don't know if it's because remember when I actually said that we need to pay attention to the Phillies and you made fun of me and mm-hmm. you even brought it up here when it was a conversation that we had one on one? Yeah, when you but called you- <laughs> and said the NLEs was over, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, well, that was after a little mm-hmm. bit after that. Yeah, they after finished followed, 14 games behind the Mets, After Hector? I followed some fool talking about the NL East is over, but whatever. <laughs> they finished 14 games, and, I, and thank you for the call, Hector. I got to let you go. The music's about to hit, and I don't want to have to hang up on you while the music is hitting. They finished 14 games back. You said, oh, worry about the Phillies. Worry about the Phillies. They're dead. They were. They were lucky to get in. They almost didn't make it. The old rules, they shouldn't have made it. And now here we are, and the Phillies are in the World Series. And how do you think that that's a good thing? I think it's a bad thing for the sport. And yes, of course I'm bitter. I hate the Phillies. And the fact that a team that finished 14 14 games behind the Mets and the Braves is going to the World Series, that's annoying. Let's go Astros. But yes, Bryce Harper is a stud. And you do give him all the credit in the world. And good for them. You know what? The Phillies, they went out and signed Zach Wheeler, signed Bryce Harper, traded for Real Muto. They made power moves, and now they're in a power position. All right, that does it for us. Thanks for Fleegs, or thanks to Fleegs, as always, for all the help. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. We appreciate it. Be back again tonight at midnight. Looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 1019 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.